Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. You found it. I so, I'm so glad you did. It's the Artist to Artist Show, and it's where I talk to um, really cool people who are doing really cool stuff. And I'm super excited today because that's you know that's what we got on the schedule. That's what's happening here, man. Um, we have a fantastic, fantastic uh, singer on. Uh, musician today. Um, she is cool, turned up to 10, and I am just a big, big fan of uh, her music. I, I'm blown away. Sure. Man, just super talented. Hey, without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Miss Ella Ozturk. Ella, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I was, um, you know, I'm going through my uh, my notes here and my talking points and whatnot. Oh, I have no idea where you're at. Are you, are you in uh, L.A. or whatnot? Are you on New York? I'm based, yeah, I'm actually based in San Francisco. I'm a Bay Area artist. Nice. One of my favorite, yeah. favorite cities of all time. And um, I love that That's area. That's the right answer. Now, yeah, I'm telling you, every day, when it, I moved, I used to live, I was school in Boston, got finished with school, but I'm not on the mm-hmm. opposite of Boston. I, I can't handle shoveling snow anymore, ever. Um, I worked mm-hmm. too hard in school for that. So I moved to San yeah. Diego, which is nice. nice. It's very nice. It's, it's pretty. It's, it's kind of dull, but it's pretty. You know, it's nice. In um, mm-hmm. L.A., you know, I was a couple hours out of L.A., so every weekend I was in L.A., but then I went to San Francisco for the first time and just fell in love. I left my heart there. Somebody should write a song about that, you know? It was amazing. Oh, I, it. <laughs> I, I know, right? And, um, you know, so now, fast forward, you know, 10 years or 20 years, really, later, um, I'm living in, you know, I'm happily married, living in uh, South Florida, um, just up mm. from uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. And, yeah, it was a nice mm. little beach town, you know. And I got my uh, uh, my my faithful dog Mei Ling. She's a sharp pace. and you know you got to walk her. I walk her every day, a couple times. Yeah, so uh, good for her. Really good for me. And but mm-hmm. it gets hot here. It gets super hot in the summer. I bet. Super hot, super humid. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's like alligators would live here. So, oh, they do. But um, yeah, you know, it's crazy. And when I'm walking her, my neighbors always laugh at me because they hear, because, you know, she's cool and I talk to her like she's a person. And I always complain <laughs> to her. I'm like, Mei Ling, I could be living in San Francisco. What am I doing here, man? It is hot and humid and I hate it. And it's, yeah. I don't hate living here. I just hate that it's hot and humid. You know, and my dog yeah. looks at me and says, what about me and what about mama? And I'm like, you're right. I guess I'll deal with it. But my heart. My heart always in San Francisco. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, did, it's you grow a beautiful up in, uh, did you grow up there? So I was I was born in Istanbul, Turkey. That's where I'm originally from. Nice. And then I nice. grew up in yeah, so and then I grew up in San Francisco since I was like five and a half. So yeah, okay. essentially I did grow okay. up here, but I yeah. I do go back to Turkey pretty often and I definitely identify nice. as Turkish American, so just try to bridge both of those worlds together. Well, you know, somebody wrote a song about Istanbul, too, but um, that's nobody's business but the church. Uh, that's <laughs> I was going to say. Um, no, I'm teasing. That is a good song, though. Uh, well, that's cool, man. That is cool. So, Turkey. All right. All right. You got family over there, I imagine, and whatnot? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whole family. Nice. Nice. Many, many years ago. I grew up when I, before I went to school in uh, Metro Detroit. And I lived um, all over. You know, when you're a kid, especially a young guy, you move out and you live in different, 
you know, people say, oh, where'd you live in Detroit? I'm like, where did yeah. I live in Detroit? That's the, the easier question. That's um, the real question, yeah. One of the, yeah, one of the neighborhoods I lived in um, was called, uh, well, a little city. It's called Dearborn, Michigan. And it's mm-hmm. it's like 80% Middle Eastern. You know what I mean? It is, it is, oh. <laughs> you feel like you're in the Middle East, man. It is, it is crazy. Yeah. And I love living there because you were totally exposed to um, different cultures. It was my first time being that exposed to different cultures and food and music and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I got to tell you, one of my favorite medieval, or uh, medieval, nah, well, I misspoke there. One of my favorite um, Middle Eastern delicacies that I just learned to mm-hmm. love was from Turkey, the infamous mm-hmm. Turkish coffee. And I'm telling you, nobody knows how to make coffee anywhere in the world. And once you've had that, you're what, people in South Florida here, they're like, oh, Jamie, try the Cuban coffee. I have. I have. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's nice. It's good, yeah. It ain't Turkish coffee. Turkish coffee is different. Um, yeah. Yeah, it wins. It wins, And man. Turkish tea is good, too. Oh, well, man, I'm telling you. It's yeah. Like all of Turkey is. It's almost like yeah, a lot exactly. of important things happen there. You know, you can yeah. you can have a cup of Turkish tea or coffee and taste the history, man. Taste the history. It's yeah, amazing. you can. Well, that's cool. That, exactly. that is cool. I imagine the food and stuff is, is phenomenal and all that. Yeah, it's it's definitely amazing. And, uh, you know, in Istanbul, when you're there, the city really never sleeps. You can, like, get anything at 3 a.m. So it's definitely nice. an adjustment when you're coming to the States. Like everyone closes hmm. at like eight. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I tell you that the weirdest place I've ever been was um, my first time I ever went to Paris. Um, rolled in middle of the night on a Saturday night, got a couple hours sleep at the hotel, woke up, ready to go, and it was Sunday morning in Paris. Nothing is open. Mm-hmm. Nothing is open. Yep. I found one little Jewish uh, store, and I, you know, bought some bought stuff something to eat uh but nothing was open everybody's you know very catholic shut everything down i've never seen anything like yeah. that yeah it was crazy yeah i went to crazy too it was beautiful oh yeah yeah you can't beat it man yeah you can't i'll tell you the weird thing i don't know if it's this way it may, might be this way in, in in turkey too i i'm not sure uh, i've never been there i want to go there someday maybe um mm-hmm. one of the yeah, things i really liked about Wow, I, I would love to. I, I, matter of fact, I'll show up and I'll say, you know what? I'm here. Ellen invited me. And the You're red like, where carpet. Where do I go now? <laughs> yeah. Back. Now, where, where don't I go? That would I would be all everywhere. Anyhow, in, in Paris, one of the things that I noticed, um, completely different than the states, was in states. I'm a my day job is I'm a painter. That I paint pictures of people yeah. and stuff, and doing that for, you know. Yeah, decades. I saw your work. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's, it beats delivering pizzas, I guess. Although I really like <laughs> pizza a lot. Anyhow, I'm in Paris. Or in the States, you tell people, they're like, what do you, especially, I don't know if it's that way for women, but for men especially, um, if your identity is your work, you know, it becomes that. People mm-hmm. ask you, first thing they ask is, what do you do? And yeah. You say, I say, in my case, I'm like, I'm a painter, and people always ask. Um, houses or cars. I'm like, well, I've painted both, uh, but depends on the check, you know, um, I'll paint whatever you want. Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. I said, no, no, normally people. And they're like, oh, that kind of painter. Um, hold on. Yeah, we you're have to an artist. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, and they, <laughs> okay. there's not a lot of respect given. Now in Paris, when people find out yeah. you're an artist, and I imagine with musicians, it's probably the same thing. It's like telling me you're a doctor or a lawyer. So they're like, oh, yeah. well, yes, uh, something interesting is going to happen here. Let's, uh, you know, yeah. you can stay for dessert. Um, <laughs> you know, have you found to be the case, like, you know, as, as a musician? Yeah, I definitely feel like there's a little bit of curiosity from people when you tell them what you do, but I also think there's an immense amount of respect from other cultures more so. Like you said, Mm. I definitely feel when I travel, people are like, oh, like that's amazing. And like, I I definitely have a growing fan base abroad. 
So it's been more interesting right. to see how other people, you know, are more adaptable to my music than maybe my own city, you know. I'm still growing here in San Francisco, but I have a lot of fans from, like, random countries that message me and tell me they love my music and they wanted to come to a show. So I'm like, you know, this is interesting. It's interesting to see what your music can can reach, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It is so great. It is so well. You're such a such a talent, you know. I mean, it is it is phenomenal. Oh, I started that. That started happening with me when I was, uh, you know. I got to tell you, I had a big jump in numbers on the podcast here, even um, but mm-hmm. the painting sales and stuff in Moscow and Russia. And the stupid war broke out, and you know, you can't yeah. ship. You know, they're like, nope, Russia doesn't get any paintings anymore. I'm like, well, okay, uh, we'll wait it out, I guess. What can I yeah. do, you know? What can I do? I didn't blame any of the Russian people, but, but yeah, I might have might have had a few choice words for the leadership over there. I'm just saying, war is never good, unless you're selling guns. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, it's crazy. So let me ask you this. When you were a young girl, when you were a young lad, um, yeah, man, look at this on my show notes here. You've been, sing, you've, been, you've been performing and singing and stuff since you were six? That's like a young yeah. Ella. That's young. Yeah, I think, I know, I know. I think at a very young age, I knew that music was more than just like a hobby or a passion of mine. It's definitely been like the love of my life. Like music is quite frankly, everything to me. And so That's growing cute. up, I was a choir kid. Yeah, I was a oh. choir kid, a little bit of a choir nerd, if you will. And I did that. I performed in local shows. I took a little bit of like piano lessons and music lessons and just oh, always wow. loved the arts. Yeah. So definitely always grew up singing. And then I think as early as middle school, I started to say that when I grew up, I wanted to be a singer. And everyone thought that was a good idea, but then I got older and I started to pursue it, and now here we are. So. Oh man! Well, that's been that's yeah. phenomenal. You know, yeah. three cheers to your folks. You know, for saying you know driving you to piano lessons or making sure you got them and stuff. You know, and yeah. choir and all that. And, um, yeah. You know, that's that's a lot, and it's it's. You know, again, three cheers to them. You know, that isn't always the case. Uh, believe me, I can yeah. talk to people every day, it seems like. And sometimes you hear stories and you're like, man, really? Your parents were giving you that much of a hard time about this, you know? Yeah. You could have been doing so many other things that they were giving you a hard time <laughs> about, you know? Um, exactly. Oh, Ella comes home with a mohawk, you know? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, it's uh, crazy. But that's cool, man. That is cool. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you were very, very professional. I, I got to tell you, I um, one of the things. Thank you. One of one of the little things that drives me crazy about musicians that I have on the show is, um, you know, uh, lack of a website. Number one. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Go to Squarespace, who isn't sponsoring this show. I'm just saying they, you know, find something that works, and it's not that, yeah. you know, it's not that hard. Make a website, you know. And uh, number two, yeah. um, try to get all of your social media to match if you can. <laughs> you know, I get it. Exactly. I'm, yeah. Somebody's already taken the name of you know your band, the Magic Banana Band. Um, no, no one's taken yeah. that name, man. Believe me. Um, <laughs> or whatever it is. Just, um, you know, and Ella does. She, everything matches. She's easy to find. We have links up, folks, to Ella's website, mm-hmm. all of her social media, and she's on everything. And for you youngsters out yeah. there, she's even on TikTok. How about that? Yeah. How about that? How about that? Now, Ella, let me ask you. Do you, because I'm an old man. I'm an old man. It's hard for me yeah. to understand um, the <laughs> TikTok stuff. Do you, do you do the TikTok challenges? Do you... Um, Thing on the TikTok. What is your TikTok about? I kind of, that's a good question. I kind of am all over the place in a good way. Okay. Um, I don't want my TikTok to just be 
like very promotional. I want it to kind of be like a behind the scenes, like almost like a vlog nice. channel, almost like a YouTube. Yeah. So I definitely Absolutely. film behind the scenes. Yeah, and I and I post those. I do join in with some of the challenges just because that definitely helps. I think with views and like um, getting more people to to know that you're out there and, and to come visit your page. But I do that, and then I do kind of sing my own songs. And I nice. try to create, like, challenges around my own music, yeah. And I've had some luck. I've had some people um, make videos with my song roots that kind of got a good amount of views. So we're just – we're trying our best here. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's the Ooh. same thing that I do with doing the show here, the the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. I used to – and uh, I don't know. You, you don't seem the type. You seem like a nice, like like a nice girl. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But you seem nice to me. Um, Thanks. But be, many for many years, I hung out a lot. I mean, I'm talking for a couple decades in nightclubs. I was young. I was single. Yeah. That's the reason I did that is well because it was fun. And um, <laughs> you know, work-wise, more importantly, that's especially when I was in Southern California where the people I was selling paintings hung out, you know, that's yeah. who, who I was selling paintings to. And so when I moved to Florida, I had a friend of mine who's uh, in, in terrestrial radio uh, has been, you know, for longer than I've been alive. And, um, you know, he said, he goes, what are you, what are you going to do? Hang out in the nightclubs in Miami? You know? And I said, no, man, I got a girlfriend. That's how you lose a girl hanging out in nightclubs. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, I said, I don't know what I'm, I'm just going to try to sell paintings wherever, I guess. And he's like, oh, man. He goes, I think you need to do, he goes, you know all these famous people, do a podcast. I think that this was 10 years ago. He's like, I think that's where the wow. future is going to be. And I said, well, I don't yeah. know anything about that. And I don't want to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on equipment. And he's like, you don't have to, really. He goes, with computers and all this and that, you can do that pretty, pretty on the cheap. So I did. And it took me about a month mm. and a half, two months, to um, run out of famous people I knew <laughs> that were willing to call me <laughs> up, you know. And yeah. so I started finding other guests and, and working with PR. You know, he's like, well, maybe you should talk to some PR agencies and, you know, these PR yeah. firms and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, that's what we've done. And, you know, the thing is, is um, it, it, it gives me doing the podcast. And I imagine TikTok for a lot of people is the same way is it gives me a chance to be social without having to, like, leave the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> without having to go. Yeah. <laughs> to get gussied exactly. up, although with TikTok, it's video, you have to. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, there's a reason, and it's so funny because I have some guests, it's the age of video now. You know, they, they're like, why don't we do a, Joe Rogan does a podcast and it's video. Why don't you do that? And I'm like, ah, I don't want to have to shave yeah. every day. That's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. They're like, Jamie, you don't even brush your hair, man. I've seen pictures of you. And I'm like, yeah, you, those pictures take a long time to make. Um, oh it God. takes a long time to look that disheveled. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Not doing it. <laughs> Not doing it. But, yeah, no. So it's, I get it. I get the TikTok thing, you know. I mean, and I think. Yeah. I, here's a fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. I actually listen to TikTok every night as I go to sleep because my wife, yeah. loves it and she's got her phone and she scrolls through and watches this and that's what I hear yeah. as I drift off to sleep I have the strangest <laughs> dreams folks the strangest dreams um, yeah you know but it, it looks like Pretty everybody's addictive. having a lot of fun you know that's cool yeah and now folks a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors stay tuned we'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. 
In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Now, let me ask you this, Ella. Your influences mm-hmm. are amazing. Now, again, I grew up Thank in you. Detroit, so, you know, I'm a Motown guy. Can't help but be, yeah. you know, it's in my DNA. But... Um, you you were influenced by uh, you know there, I, I look at the list here Aretha Franklin, Etta James, Adele. She's not really Motown, but uh, powerhouse singer. You know, yes. um, were yes. you were your parents like exposed to you to that type of music, or did you kind of discover that on your own, or how did that come about? Yeah, so my dad was a musician, not professionally, oh. but like a hobby musician, and he was incredibly talented and. He would just introduce me to so many different types of artists and genres. Like, I literally listen to everything to this day. Um, I love music. Like, I'm, I'm just as much as a music head as I am a musician. I think that's when you know that someone really loves music is when they also love to listen to it, not just make it. But, um, right. yeah, so I grew up listening to so many different genres. But for me, like, I can vividly remember being a kid and listening to those larger-than-life soul diva singers. And for me, it was like everything stopped in time. And, and it made me pick up the pen. It made me write. It made me try to emulate nice. how they sing. Yeah, and th- and that's how I fell into soul music. And I've always hoped to be in that kind of lineup. And so those are my influences. Right. That's amazing. That is amazing. And three cheers to your father, man. And I'm telling you, any of the fathers yeah. out there listening uh, to the podcast and whatnot, you heard it here. Expose your kids to all the cool stuff you listen to, man, because you never know where it could be. Why? It could get you. Yeah. You could have the next Ella on your hands, and you could, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> she'll get you that infinity pool, you know, that new uh, <laughs> Tesla with the gold. Paint. You know, it could happen. It could <laughs> yeah. happen. Especially if she's good on TikTok, you know. No, seriously. I'll never forget one of my very similar situations. Very, uh, I remember being, I think, I don't know how old I was, uh, grade eight. I was a kid, you know. 
Yeah. And uh, no, it was grade nine. I remember now. <laughs> now that I think it's been a long time, Ella. It's been a long time ago. But I um. Yeah. It was my first heartbreak. Oh my gosh. Um, you oh, know, I was gosh. in love. I thought I was gonna marry this this high school girl. Thought your world was um, ending. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was. I literally felt that nobody had ever felt as the pain yeah. that I was going through. You know, nothing worse than a heartbroken young guy. Uh, And I remember my father, like, okay, he goes, I've seen you long-faced and hurt for about three days now. I can't handle it anymore. You're just depressing everybody. Yeah. Um, You know, he goes, I'm going to expose you to something right now that um, you are not the only person who's ever felt this way. And I'm like, Dad, you don't understand. He's like, hold on. Just hold that thought. He goes, I would like to introduce you to Hank Williams. He has felt that wow. way before. He put on Hank Williams' album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen for a little bit, and I'm like, Hank gets yeah. it. Hank's been there, man. <laughs> and it like makes it better. Yeah. I under, he understands. And, uh, yeah, it's power you know. music. Yeah, it got me through it, man. Brought me back. Brought, I felt like Ruben exactly. in Ocean's Eleven Thirteen. Brought me back. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that, you know, people laugh. That's a very true story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's that's one of the things that I love. I'm jealous of my musician friends. As an artist, you, um, I think all artists, and here's a little tip for those who don't know. One of our big things, folks, is artists and creative people are not the best at expressing themselves like normal people, you know? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> we need other yeah. tools to help us do that. And, uh, yeah, we yeah. get really good at those other tools, but that's what we're trying to do is uh, relate and communicate, make a connection. And musicians with music, the power of music, I think it's, you know, it can be just a little piece of music. It can be a song lyric. It can be a, the, the whole thing. It can be Beethoven's ninth, you know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't really, it's so powerful. It works on so many levels. Re- so, so cool. I'm so jealous of that because it's hard to do with painting. I picked the yeah. wrong musical <laughs> talent, you know. Um, yeah. oh, but no, I, I'm always in awe of musicians. And I got to tell you, Ella, your, your voice, you, I would put you with some of these power, uh, powerful soul for divas, you know? Um, Aw, thank you. You got the pipes. You got the pipes, girl. Thanks, thanks. You know, seriously. <laughs> thanks, so, yeah, that's, ever, that's the goal. Do you ever, like, hear, like, a playback or something, and you're like, man, I am really on fire here. <laughs> because <laughs> I tell you, I heard, I, I heard Ruth, I, 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 I thought, I'm like, she is really on fire here. That's a great track. That is, I'm, I'm feeling that in my soul, man. That is great. Yeah. Um, I, I think as a musician, you're probably your toughest, you know, critic. <laughs> so I do think there are times where I'm like, you. oh, like, that's good and that works. But I think my brain always offers us, like, what can we do to make it better? Because right. we're just in that space of, like, yeah, you know, you're trying to create something that means a lot to you, but you're also trying to create something people like and want to listen to and that there's a market for and that's the difference between being a hobby musician and a professional one is you have to also people have to like it you know and they have to listen to it so you can have a career so it you know it can be it can be a little hard and sometimes I do think that you can have ear fatigue I I definitely have experienced that Mm. when you listen to the same mix over and over so sometimes I definitely take a lot of time away from it to re re listen so I can figure out if it's done or if it needs to be mixed better. But you know, there are some times where I pat myself on the back and there's some times where I'm like, delete that right now. <laughs> no one's gonna listen to me screeching <laughs> and trying to hit those notes. So I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. you know with painting it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. One of the big yeah. things that and they don't teach you this in art school. Uh, for any budding artists out there, any painters out there one of the biggest things yeah. you got to learn, and to this day, I've been doing this for years, baby, years. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons my wife is my wife is I can honest, 
she can give she will give me an honest opinion about something, and she's real yeah. good at saying, "Okay, it's finished." You got to know when mm-hmm. when the work is done and when to step away. Yeah. And say, "Okay, I've done what yeah. I can do. Yeah. Um, here it is." Yeah. You know, hard to do exactly. because you can sit there. I could sit there and say, "Ah, eh, let me tweak this. Let me do this," and then the whole house of cards collapses. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, big. But yeah, that's cool, man. That is cool. And I think you're right. You know, you approach your your art as a professional. And and every artist should, in my opinion, show your best work, you know. Uh, Work hard, but don't don't just put something out to put something out. Man, that's where you get into trouble. Um, exactly. the, the true art comes when you're challenging yourself. And when you're in the deep end of the pool and you're not real sure, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Sometimes you got to challenge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And and we yeah. laugh. We're laughing, ladies and gentlemen, because, man, that that, that hits us to our soul. Because we're both good at what we do, you know, and we're, we're yeah. I, I get it. I get it. So that's cool. <laughs> Let me ask you. We're going to be playing. You've got a, a brand new track which drops tomorrow, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes, tomorrow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and it, it's so exciting. Uh, for those who don't know, I've been playing the video for Roots. That's a great track. That's a great track. If you go to my website right now and go on the you know poprocksradio.com and you scroll down a little mm. bit, you, you'll you can watch that video right there. You can watch it on YouTube wherever you watch videos. I mean, it's everywhere. But that is a strong, yeah. strong track. So, um, uh-huh. so Ella knew after that one, she's like, well, I got to bring it. I got to bring it, man. <laughs> and I, I really think you yeah. have. <laughs> you know, Thank you. Track, Circle Back to Me is the name of it. And, uh, you know, you hear Roots and you think, oh, man, how do you follow that? You know what I mean? That, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> You know, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, it's, yeah, it's definitely the opposite oh. of roots, I think, message wise, but it's definitely, definitely brings that emotion out. Oh, it's great. Should we play it and then talk about it? Yeah, of course. Here it is, everybody. Check this out. This is Ella Oster, Circle Back. All of the moments now, memory.
I don't mind, ladies and gentlemen, telling you that's a fantastic track, Ella. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Go back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are you okay? Because I hear that, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, i got to ask. Um, <laughs> my my friends say the same thing, or, like, my cousins. Like, whenever I send the people in my life music I'm working on before it's out, I want to get honest opinions. They always say, "Dang, like you need to get your heart broken more often because it sounds good." I'm telling you, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, me. I'll suffer for my art. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me. Speak. We we mentioned Adele earlier. I, I know a couple years yeah. ago, I was reading some article about her, and they were interviewing her music school teacher. Um, you know where she went to music school mm-hmm. and whatnot, and they said, "Man, having Adele in class." With, how amazing is that? You know, which she, you know, she must have yeah. always been a fantastic songwriter. And her teacher yeah. was like, "No, she was horrible. She was the worst." And then we went for summer break, and she had her heart broken, <laughs> and she came back. Yep. And she was amazing. You know? <laughs> that's do what it, it took. <laughs> it really does because I I've been writing songs since I was like six, maybe six and a half, and it was always like a few lines there and, and a few paragraphs and it was kind of like cheesy, didn't really make sense. I was just trying to understand the structure of a song. And then, right. you know, you get your heart broken, you get older, you have experiences. And then I just start to write in a way that I even surprised myself. So I definitely think like once you have real life experience, then you can actually write from a very uh, vulnerable place. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. there's a truthiness. There's something so real when a musician does. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. It's like, eh, this isn't, you know, some producer in a studio. And I'm not throwing shade at produ- production by any means. There, there is an yeah. art to that. Um, yes, for sure. I, you know, us civilians, we hear a track, you know, like Circle Back to Me, and we're like, eh, you know. She just she sat down, yeah. she walked into the studio and knocked that out, you know, thinking you were the yeah. only player on the team, <laughs> you know. <and> yeah. <laughs> no, the reality is, and Ella mentioned this earlier, she heard that track a million times, and there was an engineer who heard that track a million and one times, <laughs> you know, yeah. over and over. Yeah. So it was right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, cheers to the engineers and producers out there. Uh let me ask you this. Now, here's the thing. Do you uh, do you have, like, a home studio set up? Because this sounds like it's coming out at, like, one of the big studios, you know. Um, it's amazing. It's, it's very finished and polished. But I also know that big studio uh, studios are, they ain't cheap. <laughs> you know, the meters yeah. are running when you go in there. You're paying Being by the musician, It's not cheap. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, so I, I do have a home studio, but I don't always record it. In my own home studio, mm. I mostly track, like, vocals and ideas um, to send to right. my producers. But I, I do record in L.A., so I always take a flight out, and I go to my studio, um, like, my producer's apartment. She has a home mm-hmm. studio that's way nicer than mine, and she's a professional. Right. Her and her husband, um, they are my producer slash mixing engineer, and we just crank it out you know, in a few hours and we, we finish what we can, but she has a pretty nice mic and pretty nice setup. And she, yeah, she is a professional. Nice. And now folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers 
fine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Yeah. Well, I think that there's, with anything that's unknown, and this happens with, yeah. with, I know for a fact it happens with painters, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, this is how, you know, the, they see a painting I do and they say, oh, well, Jamie was drunk in an alley for three days and then had to <laughs> grab a canvas and, you know, and that's yeah. great. I, I'm not trying to ruin the magic there. Um, but I know with musicians, yeah. it's the same thing. They're, um, they hear a track like this and they're like, you know, well, Ella was hanging out in the studio eating uh, pizza and whatnot, um, calzones for a week and a half, and uh, then it came to her and she wrote it in the studio. No, that might that's the myth. That might have been how they used to do it back in the day. Yeah. But studios are expensive, man. You have and I tell people, yeah. especially young musicians, I'm like, get everything as ready as you can before you go in there with a plan, you know? Exactly, yeah. So you can... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have been to professional you... studios, but it's it's pretty expensive and you feel like you have to be creative in like a short amount of time and what happens if right. you can't get, like, your vocals done in, in the three hours you booked or whatever? Then you're kind of screwed, and now you don't have anything to show for it, and now you're out of a certain amount of money. So I think it's nice yeah. to have a producer you have a good relationship with that hopefully has their own studio. So there is no, like, ticking time timer, you know? You're not like, right. oh, shoot, I have to, like, lay down this whole chorus in this next hour. And, like, maybe your voice right. is warmed up. Maybe it's cracking. Like, maybe you got to do some vocal warm-ups. Like, you don't have time to do that when you're on someone else's box. So I think that's, that right. would be my advice. Yeah. 
I I agree 100%. It's, 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 yeah. You have to have a plan, and you've got to approach it in a smart, professional way, you know, and, and yeah. you just do. You just do. We we get it, Junior. You're a rock star, and, you know, but no, that's, that's <laughs> another myth and image, and that, that doesn't get nothing done, man. That doesn't get nothing yeah. done. Um, exactly. You know, you have to, you know, get to work. Gotta work, and uh, yeah, you know that's that's the way it is. Well, that's cool, man. That is that is a great track. Circle back to me. That's going to be dropping everywhere tomorrow, I believe. Um, Friday. Yes, tomorrow, uh, everywhere. Nice, yeah. nice. And as soon as it does, ladies and gentlemen, that will be on our show's Spotify playlist. I, you've heard me harp on this so many times. When you like a musician, add them to your playlist because it yes, helps please. get it out. And it, yeah. yeah, man, it tweaks that algorithm. Super important. Super it important. Does. Um, it's the world we live in. Now, let me ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. We hear, I, I hear Circle Back to me, and yeah. I'm a civilian. I'm not a musician. You know, I'm just a fan. I'm a music file. Um, you know, and it sounds so polished and so good and whatnot. Now, people in my world, we'll see a painting that I've painted. And they're like, eh, nothing was on yeah. TV last night. Jamie knocked that out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the yeah. case. Sometimes that's very true. I celebrate. It's rare. I celebrate it when it happens because it doesn't happen every time. What a lot of people don't see, kind of the man behind the curtain, is me fighting with the canvas, me wanting to throw it in the street and jump up and down on it <laughs> and um, lose it on it. They, they don't see that. You know, they see the finished piece. Yeah. Um, sometimes they fight me. Sometimes, sometimes they come easy. Sometimes they come hard. But you can't yeah. tell with the finished piece because we don't put out stuff that we're not happy with. When your name's on the door, man, you want the best yeah. about it. Um, You're the face of the brand. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Seriously, you know, literally. Uh, when I hear circle back to me, I can't tell if that was an easy or a hard one. Yeah. So I'm asking, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but I'm curious, Yeah. you know? I think um, the concept was easy. It was something mm. that was personal to me. I do think writing it definitely took um, more than, like, a day. I definitely wrote that in a good amount of time, maybe, like, a month or so. But um, wow. I definitely think once it was – yeah, and I definitely think once it was – done in the studio we we definitely shot it a few times I definitely recorded it a couple times but because there were so many different ways I wanted to take it you know I didn't know if I wanted to do a full-on power ballad like Ruth but I think I mm-hmm. like the simplicity and I like how like just soft my voice is I'm not coming in as hard as I did with Ruth but then I build up at the right. end and I like that and it's a different kind of message but it's also like similar to Ruth in the in the way that it's about a love love song, but it's not right. exactly in a in your power. It's being more vulnerable. Well, it's definitely it, it's definitely got that 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 just very cool, uh, almost feminine softness to it. And you're right. Yeah. And then comes the flex, and you're like, yeah, holy moly, <laughs> you know, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Uh, the whole thing's amazing. The whole thing's amazing. But Thank it's you. very impressive. It's very impressive. Thank you. You know? And I know it just didn't happen. You know, oh, yeah, I got caught up in the moment, and there it is. Uh, no. Yeah. No, that, that, is a, that is a well thought out piece of art. And, um, yes, yes. And, again, that's, you know, we were talking about myths before. I, I, I know with painting, it, it happens. People are like, yeah, Jamie just sits down and puts the brush in some paint, pushes it around, and whatever happens, happens. That's a great, you will hear that story at Art Walk. Every city has one the first Friday of the month. Um, you know, and that's what the people think. No, no, yeah. man. I, I've seen a painting six or seven times in my head before a brush ever touches the camera. You know, I plan this out, exactly. you know. Yeah. Um, there's a message to the message. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And I think musicians are the same way, if not worse. <laughs> you know, it's not worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. 
Uh, and that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Well, thank you. You know, it's a, it's amazing, and it's got to be out everywhere. Are you going to do a video for this yeah. one? You think? Not not a video. Um, maybe like a lyric video or like a visualizer. Nice. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of just putting. I'm putting out music that I recorded last year. I recorded Roots and um, Circle Back to Me like all the way last year, and I have another song coming out hopefully in March or so, nice. and then that one was recorded like last year as well. So now I'm kind of, as a musician, we always focus on the next song, you know. We feel like our right. best is our next. So I'm already, like, obsessed with the current music I'm working on. I'm, like, kind of living in the future, and I'm trying to be present, trying to get people to talk about the music I'm putting out currently, but I'm so caught up in, like, the music that I'm currently working on. So it's like this tug of war, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited to put this out, but I'm also trying to just make newer music, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I see that illustrated so well when I have um, uh, movie people on, you know, people, the actors yeah. and movie directors and whatnot. And, yeah, you know, they uh, were like, oh, the, the new movie, you know, that movie X is it's phenomenal and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, is they made X, the movie X two years ago. Yeah. And yeah. they've been working on a bunch of stuff since then. And are working on something yeah. new now, and that's where their yeah. excitement is, really. And they yeah. got to think back yeah. for a second. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but we don't know that. Um, you know, we're just exactly we're we're, we're on different times. One of the hardest things in my world is I do a lot of uh, like group shows and gallery shows and whatnot. And uh, you know, gallery. I'm usually the. Uh, I'm, I'm the second prettiest girl to dance. I'm usually the gallery will call me up and say, "Hey, we need ten paintings, Jamie. <laughs> you know, in yeah. two weeks. Uh, wow. Can you do it? Yes, I can do it. You know, and you know, and I do. But the thing is, is uh, sometimes I get a little more time, and that can be just as distressing in the way that I'll do paintings and get them done, just like you mm. do songs and tracks and get yeah. them done. And then you got to hold them, and you can't show them to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, nobody can hear it. Uh, yeah. And not, out in the public till the show, and that is so hard for me because I'm sitting here looking at them. They're on the easel, and I'm going, "Oh, I just want to post this. <laughs> show everybody how yeah. cool it is." You know? Yeah. Can't do it. Hard. It's yeah. hard. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, you know the problems we have, right? Could be worse. Could be worse. But yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, the cool thing is, is you are definitely building up a uh, a fan base and whatnot. Like you mentioned, you know, people message. Are you? You're pretty cool. You, you're young. You're a young lady. You know, you're yeah. good on a phone. You, you like you got the social media down. You know, <laughs> that's a good thing. You know? I'm media trained. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Ella. You know, you know, there's youngsters out there making a lot of money. <laughs> Because they are, <laughs> you know. Yeah, social media is powerful for sure. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm almost. If I wasn't so cheap, I would tell. I would hire. I would hire a teenager with a cell phone. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah. So I, I've actually talked to a couple, and then we start talking numbers. I'm like, no, I'll try to, I'll try to muddle. <laughs> and they're like, Jamie, we see your Twitter. You can't hashtag every word. I'm like, every word's important. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You, know, you can't do it, baby. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better. Well, Instagram. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's probably mostly bots. <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't. My thing is, is I'm at that age where I don't have a lot of patience for nonsense, and yeah, I'm not getting on a soapbox or anything, folks. I'm just telling you. You may not be aware of this. Um, social media has become very polarized in the last couple of years, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, it's easy to get caught up in it. And, and I was for yeah. a long time, you know, actually what happened, this is very true. My wife sat me down. She goes, you got to stop going on Twitter all the time. You're just mad. You're not fun to be around. <laughs> you know? oh you're fighting with yeah. people you don't know. And I'm like, you know, yeah. you're right. And so I, I do my little morning blog, and I'll go on social media occasionally throughout the day if I hear somebody has passed or something. But um, 
yeah. you know, for the most part, I ain't spending a lot of time on there. Just because I, you know, I don't want to fight with somebody over something I have no control over or they have no control over, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, I think it's a great tool. I think it's a great tool. I think it's amazing. People complain about technology and the world we live in because um, it's easy mm-hmm. to complain. But the reality is, me and Elle are sitting here having a conversation like two old school chums, you know, and she's on one side of the continent, I'm on the other, and we're doing it in real time. We're getting her music out. I mean, that is amazing. We live in a technological yeah. age of wonder, you know. I mean, yeah, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> Ella has yeah. family in Turkey that she probably talks to on the reg, you know, that, that yeah. she, ain't no big deal, you know. She can call them up. They yeah. call her up. Got to figure out the time. Uh, different, yeah. but they make it work, you know. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is incredible. I definitely oh. call some of my family members to tune in, so we'll see. It's pretty early where they're at, but maybe they're oh, tuning yeah. in. Oh, yeah, well, they'll be able to hear it. They'll, they'll hear the, the podcast. Yeah. That's the cool thing is we have a, we have a pretty strong live uh, following, but really our strength is when we convert it to the podcast. Um, because people, awesome. the great well, the great thing about podcasts is people can listen to them when they want, and they're when they're in yeah. the car, at the gym, where, whatever you're doing, you know. Um, again, yeah. technological wonder. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, um, I think it's cool. Um, yeah, you know, we're a little we're a little loosey goosey, a little laid back on this on the show, but um, I think yeah. it's fun just having a conversation with people about them as it an is. artist. Good dialogue. Yeah, you know what they're doing and. The canvases they're painting on, um, Alice's music. Yeah. And she's real good at it. <laughs> she's real Thank good you. at it. Um, now, Ella, you, um, do you, you've got such a great voice and so powerful and wonderful and everything. Do you take special care? Is, is there, like, routines? Are you gargling with lemon juice and vinegar every morning? Or what, What's the deal there? Or do you just do what you do? Yeah. I definitely do. You ha- you have to. You learn that as, as being a spar kid, and it's it's important to take care of your voice because if you don't, then you're kind of most likely going to be singing in a harmful manner, and you can't absolutely do what you love for a long time. Yeah, it's not going to be sustainable. So, I definitely am a tea girl. I love tea. I drink a lot of water. I have like a vocal mm. steamer that nice. <laughs> looks kind of crazy when you put it on, but definitely helps like hydrate your vocal cords so you can sing or if you have phlegm or anything like that definitely helps um you know you know you you learn a lot of little tips and tricks along the way of how to get your your voice um completely ready for like a performance or in the studio so i definitely have like a little bag of goodies that i always bring with me if i'm going to the studio or if i have a show or anything like that but yeah it's a definitely it's a constant thing you know you try not to talk too loud Try not to talk too much or clear your throat. So, yeah, you just have to. It's a lifestyle. It's like being an athlete, you know. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why you will never see a picture of me juggling chainsaws <laughs> and hatchets. Um, because yeah, something happens to the hands, man. Things stop. <laughs> you know, gotta be careful. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of mouths to feed. Um. Yeah, it's very, very true. Very true. So that's cool. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing. And man, I love your, you know, I, back to the video thing. Ruth, what a, what a great video that is. Um, I Thank think visualizers you. are fantastic. I think they're fantastic. Yeah. I was just watching one with uh, by Duran Duran. I'm like, well, I know those cats have money, you know, they're not, they're doing visualizers. And they're like, yeah, you know, why not? That's probably uh, why I'll do a visualizer, fantastic. but. Music videos are, are pretty expensive, so it's not something I can oh, always yeah. do for every song. So I definitely have to pick and choose. <laughs> my, they're like all my kids, you know. I love all my songs, but sometimes, like, I knew when I made Roots that it was it had more potential to be more universal. So we definitely made that happen for the music video. But until the fan base is much bigger, it's going to be hard to do a music video for every song. But... It's you know you right. can definitely do canvases or or lyric videos those are easy to make so yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and a lot of people don't realize you know if you watch a lot of music videos folks 
uh, by big names or yeah. whatnot. You know, if you're watching the latest Taylor Swift, uh, you're going to see a can of Coke or Pepsi or something in there, and yeah. there's a reason. Sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you... <laughs> we talked about it. Yes. That's... Thank you for saying that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, you know, what you don't see is the 10,000 products in the video that said, nah, we're not going to yeah. write that check. <laughs> you know, yep. the and there's a leader behind it, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but so, you know, there's nothing yeah. wrong. I, mean, I tell you, it's like a movie. I'm it's like a send you, movie uh, There's there's a band I really like. I like all kinds of music, um, but this particular band yeah. is an electronic band, and they um, they did one of the best, most creative lyric videos I've ever seen. I'll send that to you after the show and whatnot. Oh, please <laughs> do. I love to see yeah, it. it's really. Really well done, and I'm like, eh, it fits with them, you know. But yeah, I I see nothing wrong with those at all. And plus, you know what? Here's the thing: and musicians hate it when they when they hear this when when I say something like this. I like I love music videos. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in the '80s. Love yeah. music videos. They are an art. Sometimes the video in my head is better than the video I see. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. They don't want to hear it because they've written big checks for those videos. Um, yeah. It's not always the case. Sometimes it is. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, there's nothing wrong with a, a visualizer or something, you know. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, like I said at the beginning of the show, folks, we have links up, uh, you know, for uh, Ella's website, ella-ozturk.com. Uh, that's www.ela-ozurk.com or OZ if you're in the UK or somewhere else, um, you know, .com. Fantastic, uh, fantastic website. We also have links to all of her social media, including that TikTok we were talking about. And yeah. uh, it's amazing. Now, on your Thank website, you. what's one of the things that I really like is you have uh, a cool store with stuff in it. Which, oh, no, yeah. it's coming soon. I say this, and I yeah. click on it, and it's yeah. coming soon. It's coming soon. She's going to it have a cool soon. store, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> I am. But the website. Yes, I do have some some merch on my Spotify link, but it's going to be also on my official website, too. Nice, nice. Yes. And I got to tell you, Ella, I don't know if you did it or, you know, somebody, you paid somebody to do it. The font and your uh, your, your brand logo I love the way I love that the, the font and everything how that's written out and it's so cool. Everything is so you know? <laughs> It is it is great. And you know me, I'm a visual guy, so you know. Yeah, very yeah. very cool. I get it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for us today. What's, well, I got to ask before I let you go, Ella. Um, for sure. We're just going to pro- be promoing um, "Circle Back to Me" right now. Um, yeah. And getting ready for the next single. When is that going to drop? Because I want to hear it. Uh, circle back to me, or the next single? No, the next single. I'm just curious. The, the next months? single, uh, probably March. Uh, we're going to be promoting nice. Circle Back to Me January and February, and then the next one will come out in March. Awesome. Well, I'm going to message yeah. Taylor right after the uh, the show here and uh, tell her you're welcome back anytime. Anytime, Ella. (laughs) I love having you on. Very, very cool. This was a good, good conversation. You have a great personality. So. Uh, Well, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I want you to know if you ever wake up in the morning and you know you're having one of them days and you're like, ah, I don't feel like doing it today. um, Yeah. Push that out of your head, girl, because you're real, real (laughs) good at what you do, (laughs) and you got to do it. Thank you. you. I appreciate yeah, I can't wait to hear more. I can't wait to hear more. And folks, I'm going to be blasting this uh, the episode. We're going to convert it to a podcast. We're going to put it out everywhere on all the mm-hmm. podcasting platforms and social media. Well, that'll happen within like an hour or so. Um, okay, but tomorrow, get ready to hear from me, folks, on all social media because I'm going to be sending you a link to uh, where you can get Circle Back to Me. Drops tomorrow. You heard it here. But it drops yep. tomorrow, and I'm, yep. we're gonna. We want this in your music collection and in your playlist. Yes, please do. So. Yes. 
very, very cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ella, you're amazing. Thank you so much for taking Thank time you. to be on the show. You're yeah, awesome. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Anytime. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us to uh, today and uh, and for the weekend, actually. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. I got a whole weekend just to lay around and do nothing. No, that's not going to happen. Yep. Um, oh, my God, it never stops. I feel like Lucy in that chocolate factory. Um, it never stops. We uh, will be back next Tuesday. We've got a fantastic author. Um, she, uh, Matelli Perkins. She's written so many novels and whatnot, and one of her novels just got turned into a, uh, a major feature film uh, set in Bangladesh wow. called Rickshaw Girl, and it's, it's very cool. It's, it's about a young lady whose father gets sick, and she dresses like a boy and becomes a, a rickshaw person, a writer, and, and, and makes extra money to help pay for dad, you know? What a daughter. What a daughter. Um, It's an amazing film. I just watched it the other night. So that'll be Tuesday. And then we've got a uh, a returning guest, Rob Chevelle from uh, Lit Soul, the fantastic LA-based heavy metal uh, rock band. And I can't wait for that. That's Thursday. So lots of cool stuff, folks. Lots of cool stuff. We will see you next time, though. Have a good one. And remember, the world's still a little weird. Be kind to people. Treat people how you would like to be treated, you know? Be cool. Don't wind up in a Karen video on YouTube. You don't want that to happen. Nobody looks good enough. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks, Ella. Thank you. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.